Welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online 24-7 here at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. You go to that location. Go there. Just go. And you'll find two links, the first being a link to our podcasts. And you will find this show, the one you're listening to right now, will be at the top of the list. Okay? But... There are about another 49 or 50 or even, I don't know, I've never counted, you know, I I should. And I should know because there should be somewhere in the literature, but there's 50 or 60 back shows that are there. Uh, And you can choose to listen to any one of them. Now, if you would rather... Uh, imagine as we, we, we all like to imagine things. Well, one of the things that some of us imagine more often than other things is that we're in another time and place. In fact, it's not, a, it's not an unusual thought to have these days wishing we were in another time and place, or at least imagining that another era might have been a more benign or, or a more enjoyable or just somehow better than the current iteration. Well, well, for those who, however you construct that thought, um, we have what we call our radio loop. And that is a version of this very same show running in a loop which will be at whatever point it's at when you access that second link there on the page. That's the only place you can find the radio loop would be over at www.centerlefttalkradio.com. You can find our podcast feed and the podcast that you're listening to right now and the other 50 or 60 in the RSS feed that we have uh, that you'll find uh, pretty much wherever you go to find your podcasts. In that case, simply look for Center Left Radio. However you're listening to us, however you got here, whatever the, the intermediary source, we're very glad that we have you with us. Um, it is the 25th of July, the year 2023. We're about to here in New York start entering towards a, uh, a bit of a, a hotter stretch. It should be in the 90s. The country is uh, baking. Uh, most of the planet is baking. Predictions are it'll get worse over time. Uh, there'll be winters to follow. But we are following a fairly inexorable trend, it would seem. And no matter whether one argues that there's human intervention or it's purely uh, an act of, on the other extreme, just God is having a bad, uh, a bad spell and feels like uh, punishing people uh, for, uh, I, I don't know, uh, abortions or, or, or something. Uh, however you wish to, to uh, set it up, the, the net real-world impact is that the country and the planet is warming and will apparently continue to warm as we argue over whether or not we have any real responsibility for it, either on a, on a theological or practical level and everything in between. And, and, and what is as predictable as that, I would posit, is the behavior of the twice-impeached, disgraced former president of the United States as, uh, he, as, he, as he watches his, what is it, what is it now, his, his third criminal indictment creeping over the horizon and approaching him with absolute uh, impunity and 
<laughs> indefensibility and blah, 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 blah. It's coming. As you undoubtedly have probably heard through some source, uh, uh, it, it's hard. It doesn't matter whether you're, you're using the, the conservative silos of information, the liberal versions thereof, or anything in between. There are some facts that do get through uh, to everybody, and one of those being that last Sunday, on a Sunday evening, somehow, I don't know how or why it would be delivered that way, but a target letter what is known in criminal law, uh, federal criminal, criminal law certainly, uh, I believe it's be, in most states be the same thing also, but certainly on the federal level, uh, a, a target letter informing uh, Donald that uh, he was a, exactly what it sounds like, a target of a federal investigation, and as is the practice within federal practice, uh, when you receive one of those, it is, it, is a, it is a virtual certainty, it is an absolute certainty, I would just about say, that you will be indicted and indicted in short order. Normally, the target letter would also uh, be, a, be a sort of a heads up to your attorneys, your legal team, that they could possibly make a last-ditch uh, uh, effort to persuade a judge to go in for a conference and say, look, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, you, you, you're, I see what you're going after. The target letter gives you information about what basically, roughly, what the case is going to be against your client. But, you know, you, you might want to come in and, uh, and, and try to persuade the district attorney or the, the U.S. attorney or whoever it happens to be the, the, the head honcho uh, for that particular prosecution against your client that your, the prosecution's not necessary. Or, or maybe there might be a plead out at that point. Something that would stop the need to the next, the next obvious step, the next inevitable step here, as mentioned before, an indictment. Well, Donald, being Donald, very shortly after Sunday evening, announced that he'd received the target letter. He's getting used to this sort of thing, I gather. And basically, immediately thereafter, no, his, his, his team didn't uh, uh, offer to sit down with, uh, with, with Jack Smith, and they didn't, uh, they didn't begin uh, uh, putting out all sorts of statements from his attorneys anyway about uh, how he was absolutely uh, pure as the driven snow and not guilty, et cetera, et cetera. No, but what Donald did was even more predictable. He began fundraising on it and telling or anyone who would listen, which is basically his core supporters, that, that this is the worst witch hunt in history. You've heard all of these words. You've, you, know, you know the script. It is a witch hunt. It's a lie. It's an effort to it's 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 the weaponization of government. It's the communists, the Nazis, the uh, the fascists in government out to get me. And the only thing that will stop them is I need your translation. Send money, and people do. And they have. Uh, he, he raised more money uh, in, this, in the second quarter of, of 2023, his, let's call it his indictment quarter, than he did in the first quarter. Indictments apparently are good business for this guy. And what is unknown, though, well, it's, it's known now, and, and it's a fortunate, fortunately known, the Washington Post did a was it the time? No, maybe it was the Times. Uh, did a, um, a a very interesting dive into his uh, his finance. Well, the the fundraising part of it, that which must actually be reported. 
so much of his life obviously is not available to the average person, although a, a huge amount of it is the subject of lawsuits. Uh, the state of New York has a civil suit against him coming up in March. The criminal suit against him, uh, I believe, is in, doesn't that begin in, no, is it February? There's a criminal suit begins in March. That's the one, that's the, let's call it the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Stormy Daniels case. If, if, if that ends kind of the way it did for, uh, uh, for Michael, his, his attorney, uh, that would probably carry 18 months in a, uh, in a low level, uh, you know, a low security uh, upstate uh, uh, place, uh, you know, that, that's how, well, although the New York version of, of that, see, that's, that's the federal side, but about 18 months is what that would probably earn him. And if that were to happen during, well, let's let's figure. Even with delays, you get a you get a verdict on that one. It'll come quick. They have all the information. Somewhere around June, that would put it in the middle of the primary season, and that would take him off the field for at least. That would take him off the field through the election. Oh, so he couldn't he couldn't be around for an election. He couldn't run. He'd be in he'd be in jail. He would. And, and if if in if he won, he wouldn't be allowed to show up to uh, be in. Wait a minute, you, you see you see where we're gonna go with this. You gotta begin thinking of the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time something goes wrong in Donald's life, it's someone else's fault. It's a witch hunt. There's the grievance mongering. It's a, the script is so damned predictable. And, and the reaction of the faithful seems to be fairly predictable also. Well, the small, the small donor faithful. The big, big donors, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the second quarter money that came in was in the range of about 34 or 35 million. Now, there was a lot, lot more than that that came in uh, during the period uh, around which the January 6th insurrection that Donald basically fomented uh, during that period when he needed what he claimed was support to help him. There were no lawsuits going on there, but again, half of the money that came in is going to this super pact that basically traps it and makes it available to him for personal expenses. The other half goes into, I don't know where, I, I, I guess, you know, to fuel his, his 757, I, I don't know. I don't know how this works out. I, I gather some of the legal fees that are being picked up by the super PAC that pays legal fees for Donald may actually be funneling some money towards other defendants and their upcoming fees, people who were appearing before grand juries that were not really privy to certainly their information, certainly not the extent of their, uh, of their activity within the grand jury, but there are certainly real live heavy duty costs involved there. And if Donald wants to keep those people uh, focused on, with, keep their eyes on the prize, the prize at all times being Donald and his love for you, maybe one way of doing that is to help them out a little bit uh, with a little, uh, a little moolah for their legal expenses. No one seems to know exactly how that's going because no one seems to be able to track or legally has uh, an, ob or, or does Donald have an obligation to legally reveal the, both the, uh, the amounts and the channels that his legal funds are going to. In any event, of course, it's ridiculous to imagine that a billionaire, an alleged billionaire, has to beg uh, everybody around him for money to pay his legal expenses. But what, but what that does, obviously, is gives the faithful, 
the ability to feel as though they're constantly buying in. You must give your sycophants a, an active vehicle, a mechanism, a, a tangible, ritualistic way of expressing their love and devotion to you. What better way, if you're Donald Trump, than bilking them for some more money? Now, the, the upcoming indictment, the one that it was foreshadowed um, in, the, uh, in, the, in the target letter that went out Sunday, it's, it's, it's usual, and, and Neil Katyal, former acting uh, U.S. solicitor, uh, basically said something to this effect, uh, I think it might have been last night, uh, probably on MSNBC, I caught a clip of this, that as a rule, and we should be getting used to this by now, that when a target letter goes out, it means that the indictment is very literally Imminent. In fact, it's not unusual for the indictment, if it requires one more meeting, let's say, or if it requires the intervention of a grand jury to actually now vote on the final indictment, to bring down an indictment, it's quite common that at the next meeting of a grand jury after the target letter, that will be the time when the indictment will be voted on, will in effect become an indictment, and will in effect immediately be given, will be, will be uh, issued to the defendant. That would make today, as early as today, possibly Thursday, there are two grand jury, uh, the grand jury investigating Donald uh, in D.C. for the January 6th and very significantly related acts, all of the conspiracies around not just the actual day of the insurrection, but the, the effort, the, the slates of fake electors and all of the lies and everything that went around with it, all of the falsehoods that were put out there as part of 62 lawsuits that were kicked out of court, all of the false information, all of the false information used to raise money crimes all over the damn place, and there's tons of that possible, and the people who were involved in doing all this with him, all of that is part and parcel, as we've been made to understand, based on the information we can get. That's all within the scope of what Jack Smith has been investigating all this time. And it would seem likely that as early as this, as early as this afternoon or Thursday, the indictment associated with all that will be coming down. Now, Donald, of course, will and is uh, fundraising off of this, telling the, it's the, the telling the world how bad it is, but he's going a bit further than, I wouldn't say further than usual. He's simply amping, he's amplifying and repeating an oft-repeated message here. And, and, it's, and he's doing it more and more often. Um, there was some interview on some hyper-conservative uh, uh, blog or something that he did the other day. And what he does is this. Uh, it will be, the words are always, it's always in the passive tense. It will be, I, things will be, th sir, I, I, it may happen that, and this is always, and, and, and it ends with people doing bad things if there is, in fact, an indictment. But he goes one further on this particular round of it, and he begins talking about what would happen or it could be bad, it will be bad, it, people will not like if Jack Smith basically incarcerates me. If I were sent to jail, it would be. So, so, so there's the, the definition of the, the problem to him, 
and then immediately into the passive tense to state the, the th what is the, the more than implicit threat. There will be, people will feel, I cannot be held, there is no telling what might, it's going to be awful. Think back to January, it's gonna be amazing. It's, come on down, it's going to be amazing. Not come and take the Capitol and stop the, elect the electoral process. Now, there's always just enough of a passive tense slipped in there to basically do what, what Donald is famous for. And that is rope-a-doping the legal system, or, or he feels is, what he feels is a rope-a-doping of the legal system. Always state a implicit threat, always state an implicit message, always state something that you're basic, when you're giving a command to your underlings, to your, to your minions, and, you're, and you have to, you, and you want to get to all of them. And you want to do two things, really. You want to both get the message out, but let them know that you're in command and can get the message out to them with impunity. When you want to do all that, you use some mechanism, some public vehicle some radio show, some, some TV show, something that'll get picked up and repeated again and again and again. You do it in a way that both conveys the message you want, but part of that message is your ability to convey the message with impunity. And next layer, most significant to some people, perhaps to Donald in his mind the most significant, I've done it with impunity and I can't be taken to task for it. They can't get me for doing this. I'm not saying come out and destroy the world. I'm not saying come out and riot. I'm not, I'm not fomenting any, I'm not, hey, I'm saying, hey, if you do this to me, I can't imagine what they're gonna do. I mean, it'll be you, Jack Smith, not, not Donald Trump. No, I'm not asking my people to do anything, but Jack, if you try to put me in prison, oh, Jack, I can't be held responsible. I, I can only imagine what might happen if you did that. In Donald's little pea brain, and by the way, it, this is old. This is ancient. This is an ancient, please don't, don't, don't mistake. Donald, by the way, I will, I will always grant him the fact that he has this, this remarkable innate ability to smell fear in others. He has this remarkable innate ability to exploit fear and weakness in opponents. He's got something. It's not a positive thing. It's a way of getting whatever the hell he wants. And he uses this exploitation to get whatever the hell he wants. Now, he'll tell his followers that it's something good for them. He's saving them from something. In essence, what he's, in recent times, what he's done is, rather than, you know, uh, just trying to convince New York through uh, page six in the New York Post back in the day that he was the biggest and strongest and most powerful real estate magnate in New York and possibly the, well, obviously the world, when that was the goal, and he would get away with it to a certain extent because he was entertaining. But now when the entertainment requires, from his perspective, it requires a show of absolute power as well. The power of the presidency, which he once held and, and basically mangled and, and disgraced and disgraced himself, because it needs to have that sense of power and force, and since he doesn't have the practical power, the way that he basically gets across the injustice of his not having the power is to suggest 
that anyone doing anything to prevent him from having power is inciting a horrible tragedy on the country. Did, did you get that? I mean, do, do you understand what I'm talking about here? If you're keeping me from having the power I claim I des deserve, my God, I won the election, says Donald. I've never stopped saying that. And what I keep saying, too, is that it's an injustice. And what I say more and more frequently is that those who would stand between me and my well-earned and deserved and totally, righteously, my own uh, position of, of, of magnification and elevation in the, back into the presidency, which I should have never left in the first place, anyone who would stand in the way, they are the ones who are fomenting the problem. And he says it more and more. If you go back and trace recent Donald-isms out there, you will get more and more this less and less veiled set of threats. Again, never. I, I, no, I, I didn't say come out and beat the... I didn't say come back and raid the cab. I didn't say go out to FBI offices and blow them. I, I didn't say any of that. I didn't say go to courthouse. I, I didn't say begin attacking members of the Justice Department. I didn't say any of that. I'm saying that these people are preventing me from having what is rightfully mine. Now, legally, in every courtroom I've ever been in, short of calling for uh, physical violence, I can't be held for that. But you see, what Donald seems to be forgetting, and I, and I, I don't know, he's not forgetting. He's in a state of profound fear right now. You, you, you have to understand something. If, if, you're, if you're working under the assumption that the Donald Trump that you are hearing in the tweets and everything else is the same Donald Trump forever, Donald doesn't change, it's perpetual. No, no. Understand something. This man is in a state of panic. He is fearing as he's never feared in his life life. It's all coming home to roost. And what he doesn't understand, because he has no way, well, first of all, he cannot be, he cannot be orally or in any other way restrained. No one can shut him the hell up. He, he knows better than anybody. Only I can fix it is the usual story. It was, was that Carol Leonard's uh, book? And, and, and on and on and on and on. I alone, I alone, I alone. He's a lawyer's nightmare. Not because, only because he doesn't pay, but, but he's a lawyer's nightmare. He does not take any direction. And look at the, it's kept me out of prison uh, for 77, 76, however old he is right now. 76, 77 years, it'll, it'll carry me to the end, and it could even get me back into the... But meanwhile, it'll get me a hell of a lot of money. That, that is the way it works. But he knows, the SOB knows, that this one is for real, and that Jack Smith is not your standard New York prosecutor, uh, third level, uh, going after you for not paying uh, contract rates, uh, uh, cheating uh, uh, Polish painters out of painting, uh, out of their money for painting uh, Trump Tower building or, or whatever. This is, no, this ain't that. This is the pro among pros with a track record to die for if you're a prosecutor, coming after you quietly, persistently, now you know that one of his coup de gras will begin, or the, the, the sword is dangling, and you will begin the coup de gras on the Mar-a-Lago case in May of 2024. Smith has already said he can get through it in 21 days. He probably will. And I and I and I I, I gather that uh, Eileen Cannon's sort of splitting the baby, splitting the difference time-wise, 
you know, between infinity for when the case should have taken place, according to Trump's attorneys, and December, which probably was a bit optimistic uh, and a bit early, uh, even, even from Jack Smith's perspective, but a well-reasoned request, knowing that the Trump team would go in the other direction. And Cannon showed me, more or less, that she knows she can't be a complete and total asshole this time around. She can't just prove that she's bought and paid by Donald and expect nothing to happen. Not after she's been overturned twice at the appellate level in the 11th Circuit for basically what she did by allowing uh, Trump's boys to slow things down with a, uh, with a special uh, master to review uh, all. It, it was absolutely unnecessary and outside her statutory and legal authority to do so. She got slapped twice. She doesn't want to get slapped again. She, she already knows that she's an inexperienced person who is simply there simply because she must have done something wacky enough to make the, the, the Heritage Society aware of her as a potential judge to put on a bench someplace uh, just because it was assumed, wow, this one's off the deep end and will absolutely be the type we want. It's not for her talent. It's not for her ability. It's not for her experience. It's simply she must be out there and her basic uh, uh, judicial temperament, whatever the hell it might be or whatever she expressed before she became a judge, made her a a great target for the Looney Tunishness that basically that organization goes for in basically choosing the judges that Donald basically just threw in there willingly, not knowing who they were, but expecting them to do him a favor when necessary. She's done his her favor for him. She gave his boys, his 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 legal team, uh, the ability to slow things down a bit. She can't really, really do that any longer. And Donald's legal team really doesn't have the steam on the Mar-a-Lago side. They just don't have the oomph to really prevent this thing from kicking off on May 24th, what it's supposed to. That's after the New York State Stormy Daniels case. And it will have been over by then. Sentencing will have happened by then. Now, you add to that... You add to that the fact that the indictment from Jack Smith will in all likelihood come down this week. Okay, it's the 25th of July, 2023. By today, by the 25th, or possibly the latest, the 27th, that's the next time. There's two grand jury meetings in Washington, two, two meetings of the grand jury that are dealing with this entire issue. Today, Tuesday the 25th, Thursday the 27th. The likelihood, the very strong likelihood is that on one of those two days, and very likely today, very likely today, there will be a vote taken and the vote will be to indict and the indictment will be brought down and Donald Trump will be again pulled before uh, a magistrate in Washington, it sure as hell won't be some, some goofball like an Eileen Cannon who's basically there on her name and horrific reputation alone and, 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 and all of the crazy uh, conservatives are smiling and thinking, well, that's okay, we're fine. No, it'll be a serious judge, a real judge. And, and Jack Smith knows that. And the date won't be set. The date could very well what is it? We're in July of 2023. Now, there's going to be a lot more material in this particular case. There's going to be a lot more people. You can assume, and I think it's, I think it's a fair assumption, that this won't just be like a, a Donald and a Walt, whatever his last name is, his, his, uh, his valet there, his, his, uh, his body man, uh, getting indicted in the Mar-a-Lago case. This is going to be a big one. This may very well, unless Mark Meadows, who apparently has appeared before this grand jury, unless he basically cut a deal, unless he flipped, unless he pleaded out. We don't know that. We don't know anything. But unless Mark Meadows pl pl uh, pled out on this, he and many, many others 
It could be, when I say many, you could probably have as many as seven or eight or nine people or more. We'll all be hit at the same time. And, and this will happen after May 24th of 2024. Okay, it's July. The preparation time for a legal group on the Trump side to get this thing going is going to be a little more than 10 months, I would imagine. But remember, by the time even, even by the time that the first, that the Mar-a-Lago, the first federal case begins in May, and I, I, I have every reason to at least hope, and I, have to, I can assume also, that given the fact that this was delayed, or, or it's well past the December time that was requested by the, uh, the, the, the federal side, by the, by the prosecution, even by then, the New York case will be over and a verdict will be issued, and in all likelihood, a sentence will have been, the sentencing will have been done could very well have been done, or very shortly into the time when the trial, when the Mar-a-Lago case begins, Trump will be sentenced under the New York case, the, the Stormy Daniels case. And as the person responsible for what happened, it would be very unlikely that his sentence would be less than that which was doled out to Michael, the faithful attorney, who, by the way, oh, by the way, this is interesting, uh, uh, he, he, uh, he finally got paid. He actually struck a deal with the Trump Organization for the legal fees that he had been promised from day one for this case, for, for being prosecuted by, uh, by, by the state uh, in the Stormy Daniels situation. Very, 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 very interesting. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know how, how this played out, but Mike Cohen apparently uh, is going to be getting well over a million dollars in legal fee compensated or, you know, given to him. I don't know that he ever paid. I doubt it. But he's going to be paid that by the Trump organization. There is a good chance that Trump will be going into the Mar-a-Lago case with a conviction for the Stormy Daniels New York case and with the likelihood that sentencing will either be as, we, as, as it starts or will have already taken place. And then he's going into the federal case. And then he's going to have... Everything, the big kahuna, is going to be everything that comes down starting sometime this week, presumably, relative to January 6th, the really massive investigation. Mar-a-Lago is low-hanging fruit, so obvious, the videotapes, everything that was there, all of the, the knowledge that we have of him bragging and showing these secret documents to anyone and everyone to A, prove he could do it, B, because maybe he has some advantage that he can get with people uh, on the outside. It's some financial or power advantage to him. All of that, all of that, that will be coming out in Mar-a-Lago, the Mar-a-Lago case. We'll see that. The government is not tipping its hand on its case. People are extrapolating based on what they know from grand jury testimony and in the situations where a grand juror is not totally prohibited from speaking about this or good reporting can somehow get other information. What we know is what we know, and it's not a lot. You can bet your life there is a hell of a lot more that Jack Smith is going to have just on Mar-a-Lago. Imagine what he would have. We know that, again, that the, that the January 6th case has gone well beyond just the events of the day or the things leading up to the physical raiding the insurrection against the Capitol that day, the insurrection that attempted to stop the vote. 
It's well beyond that. It's everything that preceded it. It's all of the conspiracies that were involved in putting in the false slates of electors. It's all of the, all of the rationale, all of the efforts to basically put out false law stories and, and false uh, court cases that basically went with that. It's all of the lies that were continued by Trump and the fundraising based on that. It's everything he knew. It's his it's his basic contrivance, compliance, and his permission slip for the whole damn thing. And this will be after his first con criminal conviction for the Stormy Daniels case, while the Mar-a-Lago case is still going, while all that information keeps coming out, while he's supposedly running as the Republican nominee for President of the United States so that he can do it all over again, <clears throat> so that he can just basically pardon himself for all of the horrible pile of crap and garbage and, and horrible, all the shit this man is putting the country through the embarrassment he's putting the nation through, and, and, and the love and adulation of what will be a ever-shrinking base of his most fervent supporters, still dipping in the pocket and pulling up a 20 or a 50 and throwing it as a, Donald, I'm with you, I have to support you. As the country and the world gets more disgusted Day by day, minute by minute, watching all of this coming out as the vapid, vapid nothingness, as the vacuousness of, of useless defenses is hurled out there by attorneys who will immediately become known for doing nothing more than attempting to delay because the facts aren't there. When facts will finally come out, as Donald keeps saying, even as it's happening, it's a lie, it's a lie in the middle of his own case. If it were possible, he'll attempt to do that. He would be ill-advised, and I'm sure that the judge in the case will be shutting him up in the course of the case. He will not be allowed to try to do, do a publicity run for his own stuff while it's going. It's, you get the point here? This is an impossible situation for a person who wants to be president of the United States again. This is the impossible dream for Donald. As this begins to ramp up, more and more of the faithful are going to begin to question their faithfulness. This is going to basically turn into a, uh, I don't know, can I still hang in there with this guy? Geez, is it, is it really as... No, but Donald says it's all a lie. Donald says that in the end he's going to have retribution. I am the angel of death and I will bring and I will go back and I'm going to clean out everybody and everything. And there's another layer besides that strong unlikelihood. As the reality of what is happening to Donald begins to sink in, at the legislative level, both at the federal and state level, to what, what, what is calling itself the Republican Party, a party that is totally and completely dependent on its sycophantic grasp. Uh, it, it's, it's holding on to the legs and the knees and, and begging and pleading and being dragged along with Donald. A total identity with Donald and his bullshit, an identity with Donald and every lie that he tells, being involved in everything that he says to the base, the base controls Donald, Donald controls the base, the base controls the Senate, the House, and all of these state houses. And as Donald begins to evaporate, as even he can't overcome the impending... Uh, disaster at every level, the ultimate indignity, the going to jail, which of course in passive terms will incite things the likes of which etc. etc. 
And by the way, Jack, and let me just, let me just add this. I, I said, you know, the, the it will be bad, that, that has been used before, and there have been all sorts of passive tense threats that Donald has used uh, over, the, over the course of the last several years about things that could go wrong. Uh, he'll try to make that claim, I'm sure his, his attorneys will, that it was, it was really not really intended that people should actually be coming down on January 6th. They'll lose that one very quickly. When you, when you attempt this passive voice way of, of getting people, when, when the message, when everybody knows what the message is, the message is, I want you to do something, he's saying to the faithful. Or, or the, the mafia don is saying to his, to, his, uh, to his soldiers. And he wants to say it in public. He wants to say it on TV. He wants, he wants to get it out. Oh, this would be bad. If you did something to me, that, that's not a, Boy, a lot, I, I can't be responsible for what would happen. Once, maybe, you might get away with it. But after, I, I am certain that Jack Smith will be able to show, oh, I don't know, dozens, a couple of hundred times that Donald has used the same type of uh, mechanism, the same, the same passive, uh, it, it will be bad isms. And of course, in the case of January 6th, connecting it and then showing people who have done things around the country. And once you show that connection, and then you show that Donald continues to do it, the only way, and then, and then the defense will have to be, well, you know, he, he, he didn't realize that anyone had done anything, and so he did it again. And his intent, of course, was never bad. But he didn't realize that anything bad could happen. And if something bad did happen, he never saw it or he never made the connection. That will be eviscerated. Eviscerated. Because he'd have to be the stupidest guy in the world. And therefore, well, what's the stupidest guy in the world doing as president? Ha, ha, ha. He got him again, says his people. No. No. No, that defense can be broken through and has been broken through in many mob cases before. Jack Smith knows how to handle this. Anyone counting on that, on the Trump side, forget about it. Forget about it. Honestly. Donald is scared to death right now and should be. And he is going to be convicted, and he will be sentenced. Now, the question is, here, the unknown, is what in the weirdest of weird situations would happen if somehow, well, he's, and, oh, I'm sorry, let, 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 me, let me proceed this. No matter what happens in the election, whether he runs or not, and by the way, the Republicans would be wise when they realize he's going down, whoop. Put on the brakes. Um, uh, who's next in line? Ugh, DeSantis? Ugh, Pence? Ugh. We're going to get massacred, but at least we're not going to be uh, running with a guy who can't make it to the inauguration because he's in jail. And if we get rid of him knowing that he is absolutely, finally we admit to ourselves... He is incapable of being president of the United States. If we then get rid of him as a candidate, we take, somehow take him off the playing field. We, we declare something. I don't know how. Then you don't have to go through the next horrible cycle of, I lost, but I won, and, and it's another fake thing, and it's a continuation of 2022, and he'll be shouting this where? From a prison cell? How insane, how far, Republicans, do you want to take this? How far can this be taken and still find yourselves in a position to be some form of viable, credible uh, uh, party in America? One of the two major parties. How far can you go without totally hobbling yourself for the next four generations? where you become a secondary party, basically uh, arguing with the Democrats and the progressives over whether or not uh, there should be a little more or a little less in the way of progressive legislation coming out, where you surrender all thought of ever having the House or Senate again.
how, how far you want to take this? How, 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 much credit, how much do you want to disgrace the country? How much do you want to disgrace your personal legacies? How many congressmen and senators on the Republican side could find themselves in tremendous legal jeopardy based on the findings that are going to come out, especially in the January 6th trial? I call it January 6th, but it's going to be a lot bigger than that. Do you want to cling to the fantasy that Donald and just Donald alone who can solve all things, don't worry, will be protected even if they actually go ahead and convict him because, well, you know, uh, it, it's not real. It's, it's it, it, something, they'll be afraid to, do you really, do you really believe that? Do you senators, do you, do you congressmen, do you honestly believe... You don't, I, I, unless you're completely daft, and some of you are. But if you don't believe it, then at least from your own sense of personal safety, it, it's going to be cowardice times a thousand. It's going to be perceived as total turncoatism against Donald. But that won't matter because there's no Donald, no viable Donald to deal with. He's going to be in prison for a while. He's not going to be on Truth Social. He will not be broadcasting daily. He will not be doing interviews every day. I assure you, it ain't going to happen. Get away. Get away, get away now. If, if, you, if you want to perpetuate his legacy and, and, and show the injustice of America, if this is the future of the Republican Party, if this is all you've got, then you've got no future. If you're planning now on how you will do on every day after, after the Pledge of Allegiance or, or whatever, you know, or, 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 the, or, the, or the chaplain reads a prayer in the beginning, and if someone on the Republican side gets up and, and says a prayer or, or gives an honor, uh, some honorarium statement or bows their head and says, and for the injustice that was done to Donald Trump for saving, if that's your plan, you've got no plan. You plan on simply sinking the Republican Party forever. If that's not your plan, then come up with another one now and see what's coming in the very near future. And it begins anew with the indictment that's coming down either probably today, the 25th of July of 2023, or just as likely this Thursday. It's the beginning of the end for all of this. Donald knows it. His attorneys know it. Republicans know it. His sycophants know it. There's nowhere to go with this. Will you people please wise the hell up and back off this loser? America deserves an awful lot better. Please or don't. Do whatever the hell you want. One way or the other, Reality and the facts are going to play out. And we are going to be writing the history of this, minute by minute, as we go. Hopefully, creating a foundation for our successful evolution. Hopefully, by facing our worst fears. Oh, they're going to be careful. They're going to come and they're going to get you. By facing our fears and understanding what is basically being driven by somebody else's, fears that are far greater than our own, we basically can eliminate fear and elevate our hope. The two are the counterpoints of our life. They're always there. They're the opposites. They're, they're, they're in us. It's, we are of fear and hope. We can elevate one or the other. It's only by elevating hope. And Donald, in the current form he is, is not hope. He is hopelessness. He is destruction. You cannot build, you cannot evolve successfully in a state of fear and destruction. People, please understand this. Choose love. Choose hope.
It can be done. Still, in fact, now more importantly than ever. And keep an eye on the news. At some point, it's going to be this afternoon, the next indictment, the beginning of the true end of this man, this blot on our history, will begin. And hopefully, we will choose to make that simultaneously the beginning of a revived and revitalized America. Stay tuned. And, and while you're at it, um, enjoy a little jazz. This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Think of it this way. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can. On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make center-left radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident and as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, thank you.
You've been listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. Donald is on the verge of being indicted for January 6th. His demise is pending. Once he's gone, I think the current Republican field thinks, well, that'll work fine. Now we just go ahead and pick up and keep going wrong, people. You have to absolutely repudiate. You have to completely disgorge Donald or your credibility and appeal to the independence you need is gone forever.